What's happening, guys? Happy Friday. God bless you all, and welcome back to One Proverb a Day here at Hope Ministries. We are officially on Proverbs chapter 30. Yes, guys, we are basically at the finish line. Um, I can't say how much I, how much I'm proud of everyone who has stuck it out this far. And it's been, a, again, it, it wasn't easy. Uh, there was nothing about this whole process of, of reading um, the Bible in the whole month that's easy. But also, I want you guys to kind of understand that, that it's never meant to be easy. Like Some people think that God just waves a magic wand and you read his Bible and you're so into it now and now all you want to do is read it. Well, to be honest with you, his spirit enables us to do that. But if you're not putting yourself into it, if you're not making your eyes just dig into his Bible, you're not opening it with expectations, with hope, um, just with all these these things of, of, of knowing who God is throughout your reading. If you're just reading it because your Bible, you know, I guess your youth leader or your pastor or your mentor told you to read it, it's really not going to hit home. But if you really dive into it to understand who God is and what he has said to us and his eternal truth, I just feel like it'll transform your life. And I hope that in this series, it did that. However, there are a lot of verses in this chapter, so I don't want to waste too much time. And I want to get right into it in the Passion Translation in chapter 30. So, Get out your pens, get out your highlighters, get out your Androids, your Apple, iPads, iPhones, whatever it is. And let's get right into chapter 30 of the book of Proverbs. So it says here in chapter 30, verse 1, These are the collected sayings of the prophet Agur, Jaquez's son. The amazing revelation he imparted to Ithiel and Ukal. 2. God, I am so weary and worn out. I feel more like a beast than a man. I was made in your image, but I lack understanding. I have yet to learn the wisdom that comes from the full and intimate knowledge of you, the Holy One. Real quick, 2 and 3, you can highlight that. I'm sure everyone who just heard that verse can relate to that. You're just so worn out. You're so weak, especially this year, right? 2020 kind of written in two uh, verses right there. But I lack the understanding. I have yet to learn who you are, the intimate knowledge of you, the Holy One. And this is what it's all about. If I, I really, I'm not glad you guys, I kind of forgot it said this because I read it before, but um, obviously last month, but going into this month, I wanted to be fresh every single verse. And this is such a telling verse. Everyone falls into this category. And just, you, that's, why, that's why reading this and having that mindset is so key because he's saying it like, ah, I, I feel like a beast. I feel like, a, I, I feel like I'm nothing. I'm empty because I haven't yet to realize or know you at your full capacity. Well, here we go. He goes into six questions and uh, verse four says, who is it that travels back and forth from the heavenly realm to the earth? Who controls the wind as it blows and holds it in his fists? Who tucks in, who tucks the rain into the cloak of its, of his clouds? Who stretches out the skyline from one vista to the other? What is his name and what is the name of his son? Who can tell me? Hmm. A little poetic now. Uh, five, a pure heart is filled with God's word. Every promise with the faithful God is pure and proves to be true. He is a wrap, a razor wraparound shield of protection for all his lovers who run and hide in him. Interesting. As I was showering before, you know, I, I speak I speak to God a lot in the shower, and that's exactly what he revealed to me. Every promise is 
Every promise from Him is pure and it's faithful and it's true. Regardless of His timing, it's true and will come to fruition. Six, never add to His words or He will have to rebuke you and prove that you're a liar. Hmm. I think a lot of times, especially people who are teachers of the word and people who um, have yet to really understand their identity in Christ, like to add and, and put all these this, this wise connotations and these add-ons that kind of, I guess, amplify the word, so to speak. But you're not really necessarily adding on to what God is saying or making it sound better. So just be very careful when you're adding to his words. His words enough, trust me, are sufficient. Seven, God, there are two things I'm asking you for before I die. Only two. Empty out my heart everything that is false, every lie and every crooked thing, and give me neither undue poverty nor undue wealth. Oof, we'll get into something right now. Highlight that real quick. But it continues by saying, but rather feed my soul with the measure of prosperity that pleases you. How many people right now can actually look to God with all everything, everything hidden in your heart, your mind, in the past, everything, put it right at his feet and say, Lord, you give me what you please. You give me the amount of money I should make. You give me um, the, the things I should be doing. You give me my talent, my career, my, 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 my way, everything you created. Even the prosperity level that pleases you. I love how it says though, but before I do leave this earth empty out everything false in me, every crooked thing. How many people can sit here and say, Lord, empty out every crooked thing that does not align with your great and beautiful light and your perfect truth. Hmm. Nine, may my satisfaction be found in you. Don't let me be so rich that I don't need you or so poor that I have to resort to dishonesty just to make ends meet. Then my life will never detract from bringing glory to your name. I love the the honest transparency in this verse. I mean, I don't want to be too poor to the point where I got to be like Aladdin and fight for everything and be called a street rat and steal and have a monkey just as my sidekick, you know, stealing food and, and money and, and whatnot. However, I don't want to be the person who has to buy 16 yachts just to fill the empty hole in my heart. I don't want to have either extreme. I want to live perfectly where I just keep on continuously bringing glory to your name. Whether having a season when you're in abundance or a season in, in scarcity, they kind of go back and forth. But I want to be right there where my soul and my heart and my spirit rejoice every single day in you. Mm. 10. Never defame a servant before his master, for you will be guilt you you will be the guilty one, and a curse will come upon you. Woo! Man, be careful there. Everyone who's a master of, of someone or something, a boss, a leader, don't do it, man, because that curse will fall on you when you bash them in front of people. 11. There is a generation rising that curses their fathers and speaks evil of their mothers. There is a generation rising that considers themselves to be pure in their own ways, yet they are morally filthy, unwashed, and unclean. Woof! Man, though, to all my young adults out there and the youth out there, um, I know how um, compelling it is to badmouth your mother and your father and your, the leaders of the generation above you and the, the mentors and the, and the wise um, people, so to speak, the elders of the word I'm looking for. Um, but don't do that, man, because sometimes we measure with a different stick. We measure them with something that's a lot more, um, I guess you could say, vicious or aggressive. Um, and when we come to ourselves, we're a lot more lenient, a lot more soft, right? So um, just 
like the verse before, just say, God, you know what? I pray for my leaders. I pray for my, my, my parents. I pray for my mentors. But just purge everything out of me that's crooked. Um, there, there is generation rising that is so filled with pride that they think they are superior and look down on others. Oof. The devil and the demons really are trying to get this generation to think that way. And I just can't really uh, look past that verse and not relate it to what we're experiencing and seeing now. There's a generation that uses their words like swords to cut and slash those who are different. They would devour the poor, the needy, and the afflicted from off the face of the earth. Wow. There are three words to describe the greedy. Give me more. (laughs) Oh, man. Wow. This is getting real deep now in these Proverbs. There are some things that are never satisfied. Forever craving more, they're unable to say, that's enough. Wow. Here are four. The grave yawning for another victim, the barren moon, and ever wanting a child, thirsty soil, ever longing for rain, and a raging fire devouring its fuel. They're all insatiable. They're, oh wow, that is, that's amazing. All these things just named are unable to be satisfied. Unable, they're never quenched. They They never are, okay, that's good enough, I'm good. They continuously want more. 17. The eye that mocks his father and dishonors his elderly mother deserves to be plucked out by the ravens of the valley and fed to the young vultures. Wow. Some deep imagery right there. 18. is titled Four Mysteries. There are four marvelous mysteries that are too amazing to unravel. Who could fully explain them? 19. The way an eagle flies in the sky. The way a snake collides on the boulder, the path of a ship as it passes through the sea, and the way a bridegroom falls in love with his bride. Amen to that. Shout out to you, Laura. 20. Here is, a, here is the deceptive way of the adulterous woman. She takes what she wants and then says, I have done nothing wrong. Woo-wee. I take what I want, but I've done nothing wrong. I just simply got what I deserve and what I, what I need and what should be mine. Hmm. Four intolerable things. 21. There are four intolerable intolerable events that are simply unbearable to observe. 22. When an unfaithful servant becomes a ruler. When a scoundrel becomes comes to great wealth. When an unfaithful woman marries a good man. And when a mistress replaces a faithful wife. Oof. Wow. I mean, I'm not sure who you are, what personality you are, what character you are, what... Um, dynamic what position in life you're in right now but a lot of these are i'm sure hitting somebody right now and you know really if you have to read them again as i'm I'm progressing do it again but it's really good food we're eating right now 24 is titled four creatures small and wise the earth has four creatures that are very smart but very small but very wise the feeble ant has little strength yet look how it diligently gathers its food in the summer to last throughout the winter the delicate rock badger isn't all that strong, yet look how it makes a secure home nestled in the rocks. The locusts have no king to lead them, yet they cooperate as they move forward by bands. And the small lizard is easy to catch as it clings to the walls with its hands, yet it can, can be found inside a king's palace. Interesting, right? You guys ever been to like a beautiful hotel and you see a little lizard in the wall? Like, bro, you didn't pay to be here. This is uh, $1,000 a night, you know? So it's kind of making that comparison where you can see it in the wild, you can see it everywhere, but you can also see it 
in the palace of a kingdom. You can see it almost anywhere. It has access to almost anywhere. 29 is titled Four Stately Things. There are four stately monarchs who are impressive to watch as they go forth. The lion, the king of the jungle, the king of the jungle, the king of the jungle, who is afraid of no one. The rooster strutting boldly among the among the hens. The male goat out in front, leading the herd, and a king's leading and a king leading his regal procession. If you've acted foolishly by drawing attention to yourself, or if you've thought about saying something stupid, you better shut your mouth. For such stupidity may give you a bloody nose. Stirring up an argument only leads to an angry confrontation. Well, I know I usually didn't stop a guy, like I, you know, I do it in each other chapter and, and kind of break it down more thoroughly, but I was just so captivated by the, the poetry of this, the way it was worded, the way it was saying everything. And, like, and honestly, a lot of it's pretty much straightforward when you hear it, right? But, wow. That was pretty awesome. Um, there's a lot of stuff I could take from this. Uh, again, the the four creatures, small and wise. I mean, think about that. There are animals out there who, like ants, you barely see them. Well, I see them in my sink because for some reason they're just getting ready for the winter time. And notice that my sink is a great place to get food to store up. I don't know, but very wise animals, very wise uh, little things that have even they even use lines. I mean, they're so organized. You know, it's amazing. Um, for mysteries, I love that too. Uh, the way the eagle flies. I actually saw a bald eagle in front of my house, which, by the way, guys, even though I live in New York in the Northeast, they are not indigenous to this area. Uh, amazing to see that animal. Oof, the wingspan on a bald eagle is crazy. Uh, the way a snake glides on a boulder, that's also, I mean, some people look at it like, wow, how is it even possible? A pure heart is filled with God's word. Um, again, verse 7 and 8 really stand out to me. God, there are two things I'm asking you to do before I die, only to empty out my heart of every impure thing and give me neither poverty nor wealth. But let me be right in the middle so I can just glorify you every single day. There's a lot of good stuff in this chapter, man. And if I were you, I would definitely go back and read it, Amplified, New King James. Um the uh obviously passion translation and just really go slowly as you read through it and just really just kind of be in awe of who god is a lot of revelation of who god is and how he created everything small to large he talks about kings here and ants here think about the greatest thing and the smallest thing well guys that does it for chapter 30 here at hope ministries uh, i am thoroughly pleased with this chapter as far as just the amount of of wisdom that was shared here and i hope that whatever stood out to you you're going to practice it you're going to read it more you're going to understand it more and guys tomorrow's the finish line tomorrow we cross together so if you've lost your balance if you jump back on today and you notice that you have to listen to the next you know four or five chapters please do so and join me tomorrow on our series finale chapter 31 an amazing chapter especially for my woman out there i hope you all join me in that chapter because it happens to talk a little bit about women but you'll see what i mean by that that being said i love you guys god bless you have a safe night um tomorrow is our crave night of worship and if you're listening to this right now and you want to come we have a few spots available and if you do want to come reach out to me i would love to reserve a spot for you so we can see you as we worship god on halloween love you guys and i'll see you here tomorrow for our final chapter